Elizabeth Chapel, a lifelong entrepreneur who finally found my niche. After years of new ideas and jumping from business to business, I figured out how to turn a craft into a successful career. In 2016, I started a monthly subscription box for quilters. That little startup has grown into a thriving, multiple six-figure business that I am so proud of. As a published author, designer of fabrics and patterns being sold throughout the world, my favorite thing to do is to teach others how to grow a career of their dreams. Each week you'll hear from me or from other guests who are creative entrepreneurs, so you can learn exactly what to do and what not to do to grow a career that's more rewarding and successful than you ever thought possible. If you're ready to turn your craft into a career that you love, I am so excited you're here. Welcome to the Craft to Career podcast. Hello and welcome to the Craft to Career podcast. I am Elizabeth Chapel, the host of the show. And this week I'm chatting about seven reasons why your business might not be succeeding. Now, this may sound kind of depressing or like, Elizabeth, just tell me what to do, not what, you know, isn't working. But by looking at these things that may actually really be getting in the way for you, it will actually help you to succeed, to recognize the problem. Sometimes we're so blind to the things that are hindering us that we can't even get out of our own way. So we are going to talk about seven things that might be getting in the way of your success. And I'll be shocked if one of them isn't because um, as I was learning about these things and we'll talk about how I did, it was eye-opening for me. I was like, oh yeah, don't love hearing that, but needed to hear that. So before we dive in, I'm going to read a review that comes from Donna K. Donna says, I found Elizabeth while on pandemic leave from my full-time job went for a walk and decided to search crafting and found her podcast and has and have listened ever since. You are such an inspiration and breath of fresh air. I feel so blessed to have found you. To anyone reading this, start at the beginning and listen to all of them. I am so connected to the one about her mom. Oh, that's really sweet, Donna. Elizabeth, I truly adore you. Well, I did not expect to get emotional reading that, but that's really sweet. Thank you, Donna. I really love that review. So I'm really glad that you found this podcast. And I will say that Donna found this podcast because of other reviews. The more reviews there are, the more people can find this podcast when they search for, as she did, crafting or entrepreneurship or marketing or business. So if you want to help out fellow entrepreneurs, be sure to leave a review for the podcast. And now let's jump in and talk about these reasons, things that are getting in the way of your business having success. So I will say I have been listening to this three-day webinar. It's Business by Design by James Wedmore. It's been very, very eye-opening. A lot of aha moments. Uh, a lot of a lot of stuff has come up for me personally, and we're going to dive into what this can look like for you and your business. So with that said, a lot of these ideas have come from James Wedmore and his Business by Design free three-day webinar. So let's just chat about this. You're an entrepreneur or you want to be. You have an idea, either you are dreaming about 
or you actually have started a business, a creative business. That's generally who my audience is. You have this product, you're excited to bring it out into the world, or you have started bringing it out into the world. And for one reason or another, you're not getting the results that you want. There's growth that you know is available to you, but you don't know how to tap into that. So let's dive into some of the reasons why. The first one, the first reason, you're buying into this busy culture. And I've talked about this in very recent episodes, but we've been trained to to live in this system, you know, where we go to school, we work for others. We, we're an employee type of a mindset, unless we're not, but we often are trained to think, if I want more money, I need to do more. I need to be busy. And so if I'm not hustling and doing, 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 and my, you know, I should just be jam packed with time. That's what history tells me. That's what logic tells me. That's what, you know, success in school or in life at this point has told me the more work that I do, the more success I'll have. That's not a successful entrepreneur. A successful entrepreneur realizes that for your business to have success, you need to delegate. And we're going to talk about that more, but just realize that you might be buying into the lie of busy, that I need to. And so, and then we often end up spending our time being busy with stuff that doesn't matter. You know, I'm going to go make the about me section amazing on my website. That's not going to move the needle, you know, or we go in and spend all of our time creating the perfect Instagram reel. Eh, Not going to do it. Your audience might grow, but that's your sales. You know, you've got more potential that you know that you can tap into with your business. And so you're just busy, 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 but not knowing where to put your time and effort and how to be effective, how to work less. Because to be honest, at first, when we hear this work less and get more, it's like, that sounds too good to be true. And you know what they say about if it's too good to be true. It's not true. (laughs) Or they're selling you something. So learning how to work smarter and not harder. And by working smarter, you're going to work less. And that's, you know, we'll, we'll go more into that. So number one, you're busy and you're so busy. You wanted this dream of being an entrepreneur because you wanted freedom. You want to be able to travel, work wherever you wanted, but now your business is running you and you can't keep doing this. And you're like, this is not sustainable. And it's not, it's not, if you're running it like that, it's not sustainable. So Reason number one, buying into the busy culture, hustle, hustle, hustle. Number two, you are an entrepreneur. You are not a business owner. So we entrepreneurs are very good at coming up with all of the ideas and running to the next shiny object. And we're not so good at running a business, which looks like niching down sticking to one thing, letting go of all the other ideas that pop up. Trust me, I know this because my husband just last week was like, hold on, isn't this that thing, Elizabeth? Because I said, oh, I've got this new idea. He's like, "Mm, this is what you tell all of your students and the people you coach. Don't do that. I was like, dang it, you're right. So we're stuck in being an entrepreneur 
And, you know, if you look at a lot of companies like Steve Jobs, whoever, I mean, most companies, the person who thought of it, it's, it's their baby. They get kicked out because they're great at being an entrepreneur. They're not great at being a business owner. So you need to learn how to run a business, which is very different than coming up with the idea. The ideas are not the problem, right? It's running a business. So this, this could be reason number two. You don't know how to run a business. Number three, you believe that your results equals your value. We have this belief system and, you know, you, you do all the things. Well, I, I followed the steps. I did the marketing and I didn't get the results. So all of a sudden you're telling yourself, oh, that, that means I'm not a good business owner. That means that there's not room for me. That means I can't do it. They can, I can't. I'm not a good person. I'm not, you know, whatever you're telling yourself, all the critics were right. I don't, I'm not cut out for this. When in reality, it's just a matter of tweaking what you're doing. There is a way to do it well. And just because you didn't have success on first go, second go, it doesn't mean anything. The only truth is that you didn't get, you not even you didn't get, you got however many sales you got. Whatever that number is, that's what you got. It could be zero, it could be one, it could be a hundred, whatever it is, that's the only reality. What story you're creating around it, it could be anything. But learning to turn off this narrative, the beliefs that because this, it means that. Trying to put aside these emotions. Which brings us to number four. This is a sticky one. This is a not so fun one, but very rewarding. So let me share what it is. Number four, your issues are coming to the surface. All of our issues, our insecurities, our money beliefs, our relationship problems, our time management, all of the weaknesses that we view in ourselves as weakness, the things that we've struggled with, the beliefs of ourself, entrepreneurship brings it to the surface. And generally people turn tail and run. They're like, ooh, this is painful. Ooh, yuck. No, don't want to deal with that. And it brings to the surface all the things. I mean... I now have a therapist and we've talked about this on the show. It is rough, man. Being an entrepreneur is not easy for so many reasons. You're putting yourself out there, right? You're getting criticism. You're getting not the sales that you wanted, not the results. And again, those beliefs come and it just brings up for everyone. It's a little different, but there's stuff, man. We're humans. It's a human condition. We have beliefs, we have history, we have things in our lives, and this will bring it to the surface. So that's reason number four. It might just be like, I don't want to deal with this. Nope, this is emotionally too much. I'm out. Number five, we have the shiny object syndrome when it comes to marketing. So what I mean, when oftentimes when I hear the shiny object thing, it's like, ooh, this idea, ooh, this idea. That for this, for number five, I'm talking about specifically marketing. So how often have you heard someone, oh, I do eBooks. And on my podcast, I bring people, again, not to, and I've said this before, I'll say it again. My objective and purpose in bringing people on the podcast is not this. 
I do not want you to think you have to do all the things. My purpose is to introduce you to different ideas so you can find your one. But a major problem with entrepreneurs is they think, oh, okay, well, that worked really well for them, so I better do that. You go and do it, it doesn't work well. So, well, Instagram's working really well for them, so I'm gonna go do that. That didn't work. They're doing webinars. Oh, webinars are dead. Okay, tiny product, I gotta do that. And you're just running, running, running from thing to thing to thing, when in reality, that's a small percentage of what matters is your marketing. What matters is, the inside job, the stuff that's going on on the inside, your beliefs, the things that are harder to to work on, you know? But I will say this, if you're in entrepreneurship and your stuff's coming to the surface, you don't have to turn tail and run. You can, this is a wonderful gift for you to really grow and overcome some things with, I suggest the help of a therapist personally, or a coach, um, like a life coach, not i I can help with business. I do not put myself out there as like a life coach or a counselor or therapist. Uh, I'd leave that for the specialists. But yeah, marketing. And I I think that that actually ties very well with these beliefs, you know, of like, that didn't work. Okay, all right, run to the next thing, next thing, next thing. Oh, it's not working, next thing. So that shiny object syndrome of marketing. Well, that didn't work. Let's try the next marketing tactic. Well, what's working for them? You will waste your time. You will whittle away to nothing when you are doing that because the tactic of how you market matters way less than your product, your belief in the product, and you on the inside, which is tough, you know? (laughs) Entrepreneurship is no joke. So number six, we are often running a business from the perspective of a customer, So what this looks like is we're listening to people will say, well, they'll go to their customers and say, hey, I've got this product. How much do you want to pay for it? That's the worst idea ever. No one wants to pay anything, right? You might have exactly what I want, but if you're asking me what I want to pay for it, I am going to try and give you the least amount possible. No one wants to give up their money. You don't do that. You don't go to the customer and ask them, what do you value this at? What would you be willing to pay for this? That's not going to work. We also sometimes will hear people say, no, don't market like that. And that's a customer. And really that comes down to you'd rather be popular than profitable. You're more concerned about looking good than about helping people and getting results for people. And again, I've, I've talked about this as well. The human condition. We are built to want to connect and be accepted. It's part of our DNA and longevity of like, in order to live and survive in this life, you need to be accepted by the crowd. You know, it's a very animalistic type of a thing. It serves a purpose and it, it does. You know, we're happy when we're with people, they protect us. We, I mean, you know, it goes way back, but still serves a purpose in our modern culture. But that's a very common mistake. You know, people have an email list and they're like, oh, but I don't want to tell them I'm selling something. I'll I'll turn them off. They'll get annoyed. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Do you want to be popular or do you want to make a profit? Are you a business owner or are you doing a popularity contest? And sure, there will be customers out there who are going to say, oh, no, they're marketing like this. Oh, they're doing that. I don't agree with that. That's lame. Blah, 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 blah. 
do not tailor what you do to those customers. You are here to bring your product to the world. And that again, brings up all the stuff to the surface when people start saying stuff, you know, it's like, oh no, but they don't like me. Oh no, but this and that. So that's the thing, running your business for, for, from the customer's perspective rather than from a business owner's perspective. And then number seven is trying to do all of the things on your own. So again, this ties very closely with the entrepreneur versus a business owner mentality. So, you know, there's a couple of reasons that we want to do all the things on our own. At first, we're afraid to delegate. You know, I'm still dealing with that. I still have, okay, go ahead and make this post. And they do it. I'm like, oh, but that's not exactly how I would do it. No, it's not. But you know what? It's just at some point you've got to let go of that and realize that it's more important to have something out there. If you are doing all of the things, you're really stuck at a low level position and you're needed to bring value to your product. You're needed at the high level thinking, coming up with how can I add more value to this product? Your face needs to be seen for a webinar or to create the content. But at a certain point, you've got to hire out and delegate. Otherwise, you're stuck doing all of the things and you you can't do it all well. And you're stuck at your growth potential. And, you know, another reason people don't delegate is they're like, I can't afford to do that. I literally don't have the funds. Well, at a certain point, you won't have more funds because you're not delegating. It's that leap of faith. I think of uh, Indiana Jones in the last crusade, I want to say, where a temple of doom, ah, it doesn't matter. One of those, Indiana Jones and Harrison Ford is walking out and it's an optical illusion and he has to step out. It looks like he's going to fall down a cavern, but there's a bridge and he steps out and oh, he takes a step and it's just down a little bit. So it feels like I am falling, but there is a bridge there and there's a pathway. And it's that way with your business that at some point you have to take that leap of faith that if I invest money to hire someone and you can, uh, there's virtual assistants that you can hire for $5 an hour and you can have them go into Canva and create whatever, your slide decks, your Instagram posts, your carousels. You have to delegate things in order to grow at a certain point. Otherwise, you've capped your potential and you can only do so much. So, you know, things that you could hire out, customer support, have someone be in your inbox, copywriter, content creator, fulfillment, someone who's looking at your budget, looking at your KPIs, uh, your key performance indicators, that's what KPIs are, keeping track of how much is your email list grown? What's the open rate? What's the click rate? Is it going up? Is it going down? How much money have you earned so far this year? They can keep track of that for you. And then you just meet once a, once a week, once a month and take a look at that. But if you're in all of the details all the time, like I said, you're stunting your growth. You really are capping yourself at what you can do and what you can accomplish. And with that, it's, it's not easy. Again, this is a lot of us are entrepreneurs. We're not business owners. And so to do that, it takes sitting down and writing a manual step-by-step. Again, James Wedmore talks about Legos. He pulled out some Legos one day just to clear his mind. And he was like, how is it that these like six-year-olds can build Legos and build this complex thing? 
And he looked at the instructions and it's because they are broken down step by step by step. And he said the, the most terrible, like he hated doing it, but it was the best decision for his business was he sat down and he wrote down step by step by step, go to zoom. Here's the login, go to this button, create this. This is how you create a webinar, you know, just step by step by step, very, very tedious. But now all of a sudden he had a packet of steps and he could go and hire this assistant for $5 an hour here, go follow these steps. And they came back the next day. Here you go. Done. Ready. And that's when you will start to see growth is when you can remove yourself, but it takes time to write down all of those steps and it sucks. It's not fun. It's the most tedious, laborious, but you do it one time instead of having to do it every single time you have to do this thing. And now you can delegate that and you absolutely need to write it down. Do not make the mistake of hiring someone and just showing them how to do it because it's not a matter of if, but when they leave, you will then be in a pickle where you're hiring somebody else and now you're going to have to train them again. So do yourself the biggest favor and write these steps down step by step by step. Keep it in a Google Doc or a Dropbox and have it very, very detailed and remove yourself. Give yourself that gift of freedom, of higher level thinking for your business. That will allow you to really just sit and have time to reflect on how can I make my product better? How can I narrow my niche? What can I do to make this irresistible so that people would be silly not to buy it. That's where you're needed in the business. You're not needed to go and comment on the posts on Instagram or even come up with the Instagram posts. You can have someone else do that and they can just tell you, send me this photo of you or create a video of this. You spend one day a month creating the content, send it to them. They post for you. Again, people think I can't afford that. At a certain point in your business, you can't not afford it. Like you, you will, I mean, you can, you can stay where you are, but to get to the next level of growth, you have to take that leap of faith and, and really evaluate what are some things that I'm doing that I need to be not doing right now? How can I delegate this? I'll put the link in the show notes. Uh, but someone has shared a few people have shared. It's like Filipino VAs and you can hire them for $5 an hour or, you know, 10, 15, but really this kind of level of work. Just look for the $5 an hour and it can just be project-based. They can do a single project for you, or you can hire them on, on your team, you know, if you want to. Uh, but, but at a certain point, you really have to shift from being an entrepreneur to a business owner and having a team and hiring people so that you can grow your business. So just to recap, the seven reasons why your business may not be succeeding one, busy, busy, busy. You're buying into that. I've just got to do more. And as we talked about, that higher level of entrepreneurship is really you removing yourself from those uh, menial tasks that someone else can do and allow yourself the freedom to dream, to really see what needs to be done in your business, to elevate it. Number two, you're an entrepreneur, not a business owner. So you need to learn how to run a business and Stop coming up with the new ideas and chasing this. Oh, that, that, that. Let me do all the things and narrow down your niche and really 
become a business owner, run a business, keep track of your KPIs, know what your numbers are, make your offer more valuable, hire people, train them, delegate, you know, learn to be a business owner. Number three, beliefs. Look at your beliefs. What are you telling yourself about your results? What are you making it mean? Because it means nothing. All it means is you have this result. And so evaluate and really maybe get a therapist or a coach and start to do that work on number four, your issues coming to the surface. Deal with that. This is a really great gift and opportunity. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Nothing will grow your character like being an entrepreneur. So embrace that. Use this as an opportunity to grow and to learn and lean into this. You can become a better individual simply by owning and running a business. Number five, the marketing shiny object syndrome. Oh, I need to try this marketing tactic or this one or this one. Stop. Nope. Pick one and just do it. None of them are perfect. What matters is what's inside of you and what your product, the results your product delivers. That's it. So make your product really great. Make sure your customers are getting results and do the mental work so that you're in a healthy place. Doesn't matter what marketing tactic you use, it'll work. Number six, don't run your business from the customer's perspective. When people will say, oh, don't market like that. Oh, that's sleazy. Oh, I can't believe they're doing Oh, they're charging too much. Oh, la, 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 la. I don't want to pay anything. Again, this brings up all those insecurities and the mind work, but you, you're, not, you're not a customer. You're a business owner and you're running this from a business standpoint, not from the customer standpoint. You're not here to win a popularity contest. You're here to make a profit. So number six, stop running your business from the customer's perspective. Number seven, you're trying to do all the things. We've talked about this. Hopefully it's resonated and you've come up with some ideas. You cannot do all of the things and grow a successful business. You can get so far, but you will stunt your growth and you will burn out. You know, we've started this business to have freedom, to work from home, to have time with your family. That will not happen if you are doing all the things. So, I mean, I suggest as soon as you know you have a product that is resonating with the market, that you you believe in it, you know that it's a really great thing that can make a difference in people's lives, start hiring. When you believe it and you know it in your heart and you know it's good, that will show. The sales will come. You need help so that you can be present where you need to be present. So these are seven reasons why your business may not be succeeding the way that you want it to. I would love to hear what resonated with you and, you know, just send me a DM or you can leave a review. I love when people say, I was just listening to this episode and this is what I really loved about it. So go ahead and let me know what resonated with you. And if you have questions or topics you want to hear more about or things we haven't talked about that you'd love to hear about, let me know, reach out, let me know. I am here to help you, the creative entrepreneur, grow a successful business and career. So I'd love to hear what things you're struggling with. Um, and, you know, if you're like me and you've got these issues coming to the surface or these seven things, I mean, for me, like I said at the beginning, when I was hearing James talk and I'm hearing all like, oh, what were the things that really stuck out to me? 
trying to do it myself, which is really ironic because I have a team. But I'm really learning how to run my business like a business owner. So I guess those two things, I'm really good at being an entrepreneur. I'm really good at coming up with ideas. Like I said, my husband the other day was like, uh, rein it in. This is what you tell people not to do. And sure enough, I do it. But really leaning into running a business and learning how to do that. And that looks like hiring a team and learning how to train somebody. Oh, that's not my skill set, but I'm learning. I'm leaning into it. I'm learning how to communicate better, which also is bringing stuff to the surface. Like, oh, I don't want to hurt their feelings. So it's all a very interesting process, but I wouldn't change it. I would not change it. I'm really grateful for how I'm learning more about myself. My goodness, am I learning about myself? Stuff I didn't even know was an issue is coming to the surface. I'm like, oh, time to deal with that. So I do also have a therapist and a life coach and just hired the life coach um, because things are coming to the surface because of running a business. Um, Yeah. So those are the things that really resonated with me, I guess, number two and number seven. So I'd love to hear which ones resonated with you. And if you are interested in getting a PDF download, I have written down these seven things that we've talked about. Just go to quilterscandy.com forward slash 113 for episode 113. And you can download this PDF that talks about these seven reasons why your business might not be succeeding the way you want it to. And you can just look at those. You can take notes, um, remind yourself, oh, this, I need to remember this thing. So go ahead and get that PDF download quilterscandy.com forward slash 113. And again, if you've not left a review for the podcast, be sure to leave a review. You can either click the five stars or go ahead and just write a little note of something that's resonating that's really helped you while you're listening to the podcast. So thank you so much for being here. I will see you next Friday right here on the Craft Your Career podcast. Until then, have a wonderful week.